the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with a winning combination for your business and implement it to perfection. And speaking of perfection, we got Mr. Perfect here himself, the original Mr. Perfect. And he is, of course, the award-winning score volunteer. I'm talking about Rich Jekyll. How are you doing, Rich? Hello, Christopher Goodhart. That's me. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about SCORE and everything SCORE has to offer for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Whether you're just starting out or you're already fully in business, and whatever stage you're in, they're there for you. Lucy Polito, however, couldn't be here with us today, but she'll be back next week. In the meantime, we've got a big show lined up for you as well. And when we get... Uh, Going along here, we got some great guests for you today as well. But once again, we want to remind you, the SCORE offices at the National Entrepreneur Center are once again open. Are they not, Rich Jekyll? Yes, sir, they are open and uh, functioning as well as they can function there. So it's a good thing. Come in and see. And there is uh, several of the other uh nec national entrepreneur center uh organizations that have come back as well so come on down and you'll be welcome and uh if you can you know you can make an appointment when you get there with score or you can see one of the many other groups that are there but come on down see us as a matter of fact, correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, but it seems like the last time we talked to Jerry Ross, who is the, the head guy over there at the National Entrepreneur Center, the CEO, they actually added a couple of groups over the last couple of years. Uh, I think they're up to like 16 or 17 different organizations there, which uh, yeah, scores is, one of them. Yeah, that that place is such a, a uh, uh an area where you can learn so much and take advantage of these other community groups, you know, because we all work together uh, in terms of servicing small business in the community. And that is so convenient to have them all right there in the same building. So if I have a problem with uh, uh, a Spanish speaking client, then I will send them down to the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and they'll be able to converse with them about their business problems. So, you know, it's it's like a, a place where you can go get help for just about anything you need. There you go. And the National Entrepreneur Center is located on the west end of the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, right there off of McGuire. And they also have great facilities there for meetings, and they are opening them back up as well. 
And, for instance, the climb event coming up is going to be the first event where the doors are going to be open again. That's right. The big big event, big event, too. Hey, I meant to ask you, do you miss the Sears that used to be there? That was your main place to go, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bought many tools and many jeans at that Sears store. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. So, once again, the National Entrepreneur Center doors open again. Now, you can make an appointment by calling ahead at 407-420-4844. That's the the number for SCORE, 407-420-4844. And, of course, we always invite you to go to the website, orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And that's where you can also sign up for the excellent newsletter and get your tickets for the climb event, the women's climb event coming up on yeah. Wednesday the 23rd. So uh, don't forget to do that, and it's going to be a great event. And you can do it via Zoom if you like, and you can, once again, sign up for that at orlando.score.org. <clears throat> and, but it will be a live event, once again, opening the doors up at the National Entrepreneur Center in a big way. So uh, take advantage of all of that. And don't forget to like Rich and Score on Facebook. That's Score hey, Orlando. There you go, Facebook. Yeah, go Facebook, ahead. Ladies. Yeah. There you go. Go ahead, Rich. Hey, uh, I was going to say that this climb event, you can describe it a little better too, but uh, it is all about um, enhancing uh, women's, I guess, uh, business productivity or business desires or the whole nine well, yards. How would you phrase it? Yeah, it's going to be a day-long event. The doors will open right. at 8.30, and uh, lunch is included in the ticket if you participate in it that, in the live event. And it's going to be right there at the Orlando Fashion Square National Entrepreneur Center. And once again, these are fabulous facilities that they have there for such as these uh, type events. And then it culminates that evening with an event that NABO does every year. That's the National Association of Women Business Owners, and it's going to be their annual, let me make sure I get this right, uh, Rich, Women Wine and Chocolate event. Isn't that what you they got call it? Baby. All right. Yeah. That's all. That's it. Uh, that's going to be there that evening, too. And, and NABO is one of the participants, one of the sponsors of the CLIMB event. So uh, please take advantage of that and sign up soon. Okay. And uh, once again, that uh, all of that information you can find at orlando.score.org. You'll also find all of these radio shows that we've done over the years stored there in the archive. And now there's an ever-building and growing archive of Zoom events that will be there. And, of course, after the climb event is over, it will be archived there as well so that you can uh, take advantage of it over and over again, refer other people to it. So uh, all of that score does at the bargain basement price. Once again, Rich, is... The big F word has to appear again. It's free, ladies and gentlemen, free. (laughs) All right, there you go. And that's because uh, of some really great sponsors. SCORE is a nonprofit organization, and, and if you'd like to be a volunteer or donate to SCORE, Once again, all of that you can do at Orlando.score.org. Okay, that brings us to our guest today because they are a dynamic duo in their own right there, Rich. Oh, they got their own dynamic going, huh? Exactly. Um, These are really great folks, and they're doing really great things in the community. So I'd like to welcome to the score today Juliana Orman and R.C. Williams. How are you guys doing today? Great, Chris. How are you? 
Excellent, excellent. So the way we like to do it, now I know these folks personally, and as I said, I can vouch for you them. You Yeah. And uh but oh, man. but I want them to to, to tell us uh, the audience a little bit about themselves. So the way we do this, guys, is first we want to know a little bit about you personally, sort of where are you from, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, if you went to college, what you studied and how you got into business and lead us up to where you are now. So why Juliana, why don't we start with you? Oh, me. Okay. Yeah, Juliana, um, before you before you get into this. Oh, uh, here comes the warning. You know, me, you know Chris, and you still came on the show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very honored to be on the show with Chris. Yes, I do know him as well. All right. So, anyway, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Juliana. So, I'm a Brooklyn girl, born and raised, married, college educated in Brooklyn, um, very aspiring. I had my first business when I was 12 doing babysitting. I had uh, girls I was subcontracting work at. Um, and then that led to me starting a construction company by the time I was 16. And I did that 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. And so I've always been in the business arena. Uh, I went to college at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. Um, my degree is in forensic psychology which is really cool because everything that my husband and I have done some, what, 20-something years later is all based in the psychology, the forensic psychology that I learned from school. So that was kind of interesting. So my background is business and forensic psychology, and his business is media and technology. So seven and a half years ago when RC and I met, we were both consulting. It was tells this story. We were both consulting. And we started helping each other. And yeah. then we started looking at the, well, you know, if we're doing all of this, you know, competitive intelligence, all this market research, you know, what kind of technology can we build so that we can, you know, do more um, for our clients? So what is your background? Yeah. Uh, so about RC, born and raised in San Francisco, um, I actually grew up around the legendary KGO radio and TV. My, my cousin ran public affairs for the, the station and my mom worked there too. So as a little kid, uh, I was around some of the world's best broadcasters. Uh, a little known fact, in San Francisco TV in the late 70s, a gentleman named Fred Van Amberg was actually the first local TV anchor to make a million dollars a year. Wow. Uh, in 1977-78, that was unheard of. Sure. And so being around that caliber of broadcaster, I guess it was a natural progression that I would end up as a broadcaster. So uh, my degree is in broadcast communications, uh, worked all through California. I've actually lived all over the country. Uh, and the way that I got to Florida, I've been trying to get here for 10 years before I moved in 2014. I used to consult a radio station uh, down on the Treasure Coast in Fort Pierce. And with the weather being as good as it was and me living in Minneapolis at the time, you guys can probably imagine how the story eventually ended. There's no uh, greater there, wasn't it? Yeah, wow, serious. So um, on the technology side of things, even being a broadcaster, I got into the technology side of things in the late 90s. So I worked for a company called onradio.com. They actually built the first radio station websites uh, in the world. And out of the LA office, we built the first branded media player. So today people take these things a bit for granted. Um, but at one time when you wanted to listen to something 
or watch something on the internet, it was an ugly black box. <laughs> um, the branded ones you see today where they look all fancy and they've got the fancy colors and logos. We, uh, we started that process. So it's our fault. All right. Well, uh, so I'll tell you what, i tell you what, hold, uh, Jason, RC, RC, if you can hold it right there, uh, we'll take a break and come back and pick it up from there because what fabulous backgrounds both of you have. Uh, yeah. and, and now you're putting that uh, those experiences to 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 work in the business world. So we're going to talk about that yes. more when we come back, and also about Sherlock. So stay with us because you are listening to What's the Score, and we will be right back with a whole lot more. We are back. We are What's the Score? And once again, we want to thank you so very much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, Rich Jekyll and myself, Christopher Hart here. Lucy Polito will be back with us next week. But our guests today, R.C. Williams and Juliana Ormond, and they are a husband-wife team uh, with a diverse background. She in forensic psychology, he in mass communications, uh, to sort of sum it up. But uh, you were just telling us, R.C., as we went into the break, how you were on the cutting edge of a lot of things people take for granted these days. Yeah, Chris. So being early on the technology side, and I mean early, so I'm about to date myself, uh, 1997, 1998, uh, there was still discussion about whether or not high-speed Internet would ever make it into people's homes. Uh, As we talk today and we use that exact thing, we know how that ended. Uh, But, Chris, it really set the stage when when Juliana and I met, as she mentioned, we were both consulting and we started working together. We recognized that our backgrounds provided something unique. We had the ability to take complicated technology and show people how to practically use it. And that ultimately birthed what we know today uh, as Sherlock. And so we'll go 30,000 foot view with Sherlock, and then we can go into the different nuts and bolts. Uh, In essence, Sherlock specializes in three areas, market research. So there's you understanding the landscape, right? Competitive intelligence, which is where we show you and help you understand how to practically apply the research that you just got. And then an education in the cutting edge space of cryptocurrency, people have heard the term blockchain or NFTs, non-fungible tokens. We focused our energy in that space in helping people, again, understand how to practically apply the technology. It sounds crazy now, but in the very near future, there is an unprecedented opportunity. And when I say that, I mean, with with things like cryptocurrency and blockchain, it is going to turn uh, economies upside down for the better. So that's Sherlock at a 30,000 foot view. How did you, Juliana, how did you come up with the name Sherlock? Um, You know what? It took us a really long time to figure it out. It took us probably a year and a half before we settled on the name Sherlock, just because we didn't know. We had the company with a couple of different names. But um, Sherlock, I mean, my degree is in forensics, psychology, you know, so when I was in college, I took a class in forensic science. So I learned how to do crime analysis, hair analysis, fingerprint analysis, and, you know, like a Sherlock would do, right? So it just made sense that 
if I'm looking for the clues, right? Because my tech, one of my technologies it allows me to see what I wouldn't have seen if it wasn't for her going out looking for that information. Because we would say there's three areas of knowing. You know that you know, great. You know that you don't know, but you know how to figure it out and find out, right? And then there's that third area that you don't know, you don't know that you needed to know to make the right decision. That which trips up a lot of different businesses and people because they're not make, they don't have the right formula to make the decisions that they need to have. So Sherlock finds all those pieces of information that you need to know. It looks like math. You know, X squared plus Y cubed plus 15 bra you know, brackets, X minus four brackets equals. You need to know how many X's, how many Y's. You need to know how they correlate with each other to fully understand what your formula is to be able to make the decisions to go forward. Rich, yeah. I saw you nodding your head. Rich? Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting how they got there, but this uh, this forensic uh criminal stuff is starting to bother me. I wonder if she's investigating us. <laughs> well, you know what's really interesting? When we started our technology company, we understood that there were nefarious businesses out there, technology businesses, right? <clears throat> Oligarchs that are using technology. So we actually developed our nonprofit to be able to say, hey, we're bringing this technology to the mom pop shops. We're bringing this technology to the, you know, the, street, the street market. Where, you know, these mom and pop shops now have the technology and the information that they need to be able to compete with the big guys, you know, and that was our number one thing is growing up in Brooklyn, I watched all the mom and pop shops, you know, start to close when the bigger businesses came in like a Barnes and Nobles, right? And all I kept thinking was, you know, if we're, the, if I'm the little guy and they're the little guy and I'm watching them, you know, really get hurt by what's happening here, how do I empower them? And Sherlock really empowers people. Rich, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, RC, how can people, what's the Sherlock's website? Where can people find out more? Sure. If they want more information on Sherlock, they can go to Ask Sherlock, and Sherlock is spelled S-H-E-R-L-O-C. There's no K uh, after Sherlock, AskSherlock.com. And Chris, what they'll see there, they'll obviously see our story. Uh, and there's there's something interesting that happened to us through a business relationship that we have. We actually have in our about us section, a layout of the things we will and will not do with technology. And we made that declaration early on as Juliana mentioned, and we actually did a presentation on this a couple of years back where we said the technology world today looks much like the Hunger Games. If people have seen that movie, the capital controls everything and the 12 districts underneath fight for the crumbs, right? So big tech is the capital and they're squeezing small to mid-sized businesses. We said, what if we made some of those same tools available to the small to mid-sized businesses? Because let's be honest, the greatest innovation happens at the small to mid-sized business level, right. which, by the way, is why you see the big companies swallow up the smaller businesses, because that's where all the innovation happens. So AskSherlock.com. AskSherlock.com. And the this... The last couple of years uh, seems to have just accelerated everything that, that you've been talking about here. Yeah, yeah, Chris. You know, we, we, get, uh, we get a lot of calls and commissions on, hey, I want to understand this market space. Like, help me understand this market space generally. It could be manufacturing. Uh, we were early on being able to call the supply chain challenges that we were going to have and really what the root cause of them was. There isn't a shortage of supply. There's a shortage of process. 
right? So the, the pandemic didn't do us any favors uh, with people not working. And so you'll notice now that there are a ton of help wanted signs out. Your challenge is fundamentally around supply chain or lack of people to actually get the stuff moving, not so much that the stuff isn't there. So we'll get a call like that and help someone to understand the market and that thing that they're missing. And people in working with us, we've been blessed to be able to help them reshape or save their businesses. Because what we tell executives often is what you really need to know comes down to three or maybe four key things to make that decision. The other hundred plus pages of research and data that we'll give you is just going to back up whatever you say. But those three or four things are going to make all the difference in your business uh, surviving or more importantly, thriving. Especially politicians. Especially, especially, especially in, the, in the political realm. You know, yeah. we, we spend a lot of time uh, with issues. So you may think, oh, well, politicians want to know about themselves or their competition. But you know what, what's really most important is understanding where people sit with a particular issue. If you're going to serve publicly constituents and represent them, you have to understand where they're at with what's most important to them. And so we've, I mentioned this a minute ago, but I'll mention it again as, as we, we go on here, because I think it's important. A lot of the times when we do our market research work or we, we work on something, one of the first things we have to do is kind of shift people a bit. <laughs> well, we're giving them a yeah. the perspective yeah. that they need to, need to look from and understand so that they can speak from that perspective because that's what they're, you know, the people that are wanting to hear from them want to hear from them. Exactly right. Yeah. Could this be said to be, uh, maybe this goes to a little bit of what R.C. was just saying, plus your forensic background, that you guys are, it's it's bottom-up type thing. In, in yeah. other words, uh, forensics is studying the smallest of things, sort of, right? The smallest of detail, that sort of thing. And, and R.C., you just talked about it's the three things. It's, it's always kind of, you know, two or three things that are the real factors in making a decision going forward. Rich, did you want to add to that? No, I wanted to mention that uh, their basis is forensics, but they forgot the K on Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally on focus. That was, I was going to say, they, Sherlock is oh, that was planned. It came from their attention to detail, not because of a lack <laughs> of it. But oh, okay. it, gotcha. is, is that fair to say? Uh, that this is, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, sort of a bottom-up way of looking at things? Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, the word forensics means story. So our technology goes out and gives you a story of what people are feeling, saying, thinking, and where they're feeling, saying, and thinking those things. What websites, what articles, yeah. This is so crucial to to every business. And, Rich, you know, you oftentimes talk about you got to know your market, R.C., this is what you were talking about when it comes to people's opinions and that sort of thing. All of this comes into play. This is why the the big tech companies and governments want so much information about us. Is it not, R.C.? You you know what, Chris? You're absolutely right. And we've had this conversation off air. But we we just came from a, a conference and people said, hey, can you tell us what's going on with big tech? And our response is always universally the same. And yeah, it's going to make you laugh, but you don't want to know is what we tell them. Like you really don't want to know because it, it it is scary. And some people that are listening may have heard this before, but your device, so your phone, 
uh, is a better indication of you than you at this point, because you give that device so much insight into how you live your life second by second, that all that information is being sucked up into this digital hydra. And they built a profile on you, which is why when you talk about something, you see that ad, everybody's had that happen, right? Sure. Or you wonder why when you use Google Maps or Waze that it gives you a particular journey that it wants you to take. What you're not thinking about is the thing you did 30 steps ago that gave them an indicator that you were ready to take that action. I know that sounds really scary, but it's true. I think more... I think more and more people are aware of that, uh, but we have to take another break. When we come back, we'll pick up the conversation and once again talk about how R.C. Williams and Juliana Orman can help you sort things out with your business so that you can plow through these uh, troubled waters, shall we say. You are listening to What's the Score? And yes, we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, thanks so much for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show. The audience really has grown over the years, and we really do appreciate that. I'm Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll. Lucy's not with us this week. She'll be back next week. We have a couple of guests who are on for the first time, and I hope it's certainly it won't be. I can tell you that right now, the last time. But um, uh, they have got a great organization. It's called Sherlock. You can go to Ask Sherlock without the K, AskSherlock.com. I'm sorry, .com to find out more. And so I'd like once again to welcome to the show Juliana Orman and R.C. Williams. They are co-CEOs of this business, and they they are in the business of helping you wade through the swamp, for lack of a better word, of the techno- technological world so that you don't get taken advantage of and, uh, and, and you know, like set up a business and maybe have it pulled out from underneath you or something like that. They also are familiar with and can guide you around the NFTs and smart chain. But before we get to that, I just have to ask you, how do you get around or, or how do you, maybe the, the better question is, how do you deal with the big tech shall we say, world out there because it's they're ubiquitous. I mean, how, how do you, you deal with them or around them? So, I mean, I guess, Chris, around is, is probably the preferred phase. Here, here's the thing. It feels like they, they're holding all the keys and they're blocking all the doors, right? But that's not actually the case. Um, there are a number of businesses out there who are doing their thing in in a vein similar to ours, where they're like, listen, there's a whole market segment that's not being served by big tech, because let's be honest, big tech and enterprise level businesses, it costs them too much to try to service these clients. That's why you don't see them at the small to mid-sized level. And every time they try, I'm talking about Salesforce, by the way, every time they try to come down a level, it's an unmitigated disaster because their business isn't built for that. So you can most certainly work around them. You can build your own tools from core, much like we did, or there are services out there that will help you to do that. And what we're finding more and more every day is that service providers who are not big tech, uh, but do have some muscle, are actually out actively hunting small businesses that are innovating, and they're giving their product away for free. 
we have a couple of providers where they said, you guys are amazing. Would you like two years of our service for free? And we're like, sure. Absolutely. Right. So one of the things we end up doing when we talk to clients is we're like, hey, did you realize that Zendesk, which is a uh, customer support system, will give you a year service for free. All you have to do is send them a note, tell them you're, you're a startup. You're in the beginning. You haven't raised any funding yet. It'll take them about three days. They'll call you back and they'll give you a year of service for free. So speaking of free, how will we talk about the Friends Network and the Zoom capabilities? And Yeah, so uh, Chris, and, and on that note, you talked about big tech. Obviously, when we think about big tech, we think about social media in particular. There are alternatives. We have helped to architect a couple of those. One in particular is uh, the Friends Network. So if you go to tfn.media, you will see an independent social media network that you can use that doesn't have AI and doesn't track you. So we did that, and then we started getting feedback that people needed an alternative to services like GoToMeeting or Zoom. So we built one. If you go to tfnmeeting.com, there's an alternative to Zoom. It's fully encrypted and peer-to-peer. What that means in super layman's terms is that nobody can see or hear what you're talking about except the people that are on that call with you. That's right. Yeah. So we're innovating, Chris. We're, we're working to make those tools available to people so they have Security, good security. Yeah, and that that innovation, once again, as RC said, comes from small and mid-sized businesses, which is why the big businesses gobble them up and, in the process, put them out of business uh, and so they won't compete with them and they get their, their proprietary rights. Uh, but back to uh, Friends. That, now, the Friends is a social media platform itself, is it not? And that's, by the way, that's, that's, spelled, that's spelled with a Z. Is it not Friends? So the Friends, yes, correct, Z network.com the friends network.com and or tfn.media that's tfn.media all right and so it so friends would would compete with say a a, a facebook is that the the idea here that is correct. Yeah, Chris, it'll, it, it actually competes with and helps to replace a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram um and it's got it's got uh, encrypted video one-to-one and also audio calling within the social media platform. So again, you're in a place where Facebook's not going to spy on you. We're not in that business. We said, what does the world look like if we don't run AI in the background and track your every move? Well, what we found is that people move freely and do the things that they need to, to do and they use the platform. So we even have like a payment system for all the people that are getting deplatformed, the doctors that are getting deplatformed, any political people that are getting deplatformed, people that are trying to speak out. Like myself, I was just censored on Facebook for 30 days because I dare talk about, you know, you know, what's going on in Ukraine and have a different narrative than the one that they're telling us on, you know, MSNBC. Right. So they didn't, Facebook didn't like it and they said, boop, you're done for 30 days. Oh, really? So I'm not allowed to speak what I think is the truth. Oh, interesting. You know, I heard a lot of that, Rich, you know, yeah. that that people had been for similar reasons suspended or even totally eliminated. Uh, I know our uh, the American Adversaries radio show, we were kicked off Facebook. But I tell you yep. what, it, it was a blessing in disguise because we're getting treated so much better by Rumble. And well, You guys are probably proud of that. Uh, well, it, it, in a way, I, I guess it's a badge of honor, but, but it, it really is a shame. But it, it tells you that at some level that business principles are being overridden by something else. And, uh, that, and and that's what troubles me the most, 
because so it's, it's good sound business. Yeah, it's good right. sound business principles that has made this country great and and made other countries around the world beneficiaries as well. So, but anyway, back to uh, what you guys are doing because you know I don't want to get too far out there because this is once again this is something that a small business can they can use your services right because everybody knows we have to use this digital world now of social media and everything, but there's so many questions, you know, especially for, you know, a lay person, you know, just trying to run a business as to what the best options are. And so you need to know the full picture. And that's really what forensics is about, building that full picture. So it's important. I like it. it. Go ahead, Rich. I like the fact that, uh, uh, you know, these organizations that are willing to kick in the pot by giving free services, that is uh, for a small business, that's a huge benefit. Absolutely. Huge benefit. Absolutely. And then learning how to do the, the uh, whatever it is, the platform or the software that they're sponsoring, uh, you guys help them with that, don't you? Yeah, we do, Rich. And so we just had, we, we started working with a startup in California when they were basically an egg, right? So they, we worked with them to help them improve their product. They just raised $40 million in funding, right? So their first response was, who else can we help that's a small business to be more efficient? We yep. will provide support and training and our technology to them for free for a year, yep. right? Because not more than six months ago, they were in that same boat. And now that they've grown, the first thing that they're focused on doing is trying to help other small businesses who are trying to grow. While people have this big tech narrative, they're evil, which is largely true. There are segments of startup businesses who truly are focused on trying to help people first. And they've just, they've been very blessed to be in the right place at the right time and an investor believes in their story. And by the way, a large part of that story is the fact that they want to help people. Uh, they are some of the most giving people that, that we've ever met. Okay. Are you talking about nonprofits here up for the most no. part? Or? No, no, no. I'm talking about for-profit businesses. And I'll, I'll just mention one here on the show, uh, Zendesk.com, that's Z-E-N-Desk.com. They provide a suite of tools, including... Um, uh, customer service. So what they do, if you if you search for it, they provide a program for startup businesses that haven't received funding yet, where they'll go through with you and they'll talk with you. And once you go through the process, they'll give you a year of service for free. Awesome. You can use a platform for free for a year. So they're not a nonprofit. They, yeah. they get it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. good. All right. Um, once again, now, RC and Juliana's website is Ask Sherlock, spell Sherlock just like you would, except no K on the end, AskSherlock.com. And the website that they just gave you is Zendesk, as in Zen Buddhism, I guess, Z E N. Zen, Correct, sir. Zendesk.com. So uh, make sure you check out what uh, Juliana and RC are up to, though. And they've got some other things going on as well that we'll get to when we come back. But And I only have about a minute or so in this segment. Can, can get us started on NFTs uh, real quickly, uh, and then we'll pick that up on the other side. Uh, NFTs, what does NFT stand for? Sure, Chris. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. And without going down that crazy road, what I can tell you is this. NFTs 
are going to completely change the way that we own something or we transfer the ownership of something. I know you've seen artwork with bored apes and pudgy penguins and loaded lions and all that crazy stuff. Once that blows over, NFTs and the tokenization of ownership will turn economics upside down for the better and you will cut out all the middlemen. Banks, lawyers, everything like that, you get to cut them all out. What are they going to do? (laughs) (laughs) Try to provide you what you need so you can use NFTs. All right. Okay. Uh, In the meantime, we'll be taking a break here. Let me remind you, though, about the Climb Women's event coming up on Wednesday, March the 23rd. Doors open at 830. The event itself is scheduled to begin at 9 a.m. It's going to be an all-day-long event. should wrap up around 4. There will be a lunch included with your ticket if you take advantage of the live portion of this. You can do it via Zoom as well if you like. And uh, and then if you're there for the live event and you want to stick around afterwards, NABO is going to be putting on their great annual event called Women, Wine, Women, and Chocolate. I think it is. Women, Wine, and Chocolate. Wine, Women, and Chocolate. Anyway, it's a fun networking event. It's The whole day is going to be a great networking event. Plus, you'll be hearing from women and their stories and things that they will be able to offer you to make your climb to success easier. All right? You go to Orlando.score.org, get your tickets. That's Orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. What's the score? And once again, we want to thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen, and telling your friends and family about the show. We appreciate that as well. I am Christopher Hart, along with Rich Jekyll, who is a great score volunteer. Our guests today, R.C. Williams and Juliana Orman. Before we get back to the conversation, though, I just want to remind you that one reason why they're here is because radio is still a great way to get a message out to a mass audience. And now with Orlando Salem, I'm sorry, with Salem Surround, or Salem Group or Salem Media Group Orlando can help you coordinate your media platforms with social media platforms with the radio platform. And uh, you can find out more by going to orlando.salemsurround.com. That's orlando.salemsurround.com. Or if you'd like to speak to someone on the phone, you can call at 407-618-1760. That's Salem Media Group Orlando, 407-618-1760. And please tell them Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. All right. We, uh, appreciate there you that. go. All right. Hey, before we go on, do you guys have any, uh, do you do any special events or anything like that? Uh, RC or Juliana? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris. So we have a Super Saturday event coming up at the lab, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, that's our office space and our community and business resource hub uh, in the Paramore District. On Saturday, March 26th, our Super Saturday is going to include a session from 6 to 9 p.m., where we're actually going to talk about generating infinite tax free wealth, private banking, and NFTs, crypto, and blockchain, and your ability to basically build your own parallel economy. That event is free. And if people want more information, they can go to thelaborlando.com to get that and to get signed up for it. 
All right, we'll come back to the lab because that's another fascinating thing that you guys have going. But first of all, you were telling us about these non-fungible tokens that right now people are kind of playing around with them, but this is going to be a form of uh, uh, monetary exchange in the future where people will be able to deal directly, more directly with one another. I think recently the first house was sold via this method in Tampa, was it not, or the Tampa area? That's correct. That is correct, Chris. And that was the example I was going to give. So when I talked before the break about the tokenization of assets, here's what happened. Somebody wanted to sell their house. So what they did is they put it into an LLC and they created a digital proof of ownership for it, the house. They listed it and then they opened up the world, the entire world to bidders because the person who who had the winning bid, which was about 130,000 over asking price, isn't a U.S. citizen. And they paid for it right then and there. The transaction was done in minutes. So what didn't happen there? No three months for closing, no bank involved. Someone had crypto, wanted to buy a house. Someone offered house with the proof of it, which was the NFT. Here is your proof that I own this house and now you own this house. They said, great, I want to buy said house, done. They paid for it in Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency and done. So that's just the tip of the iceberg, guys you will see any number of things be sold through an NFT because two things happen here, right? One, you start to cut out middlemen. Mm -hmm. If you're able to finance an an investment deal, Mm -hmm. you have all the legal stuff that you need in what's called a smart contract. That's another story for another time. But in essence, that lays out all the terms and conditions, right? You can then open up that opportunity to anyone in the world, right? And if they want to participate, they can do it. In crypto, your investment round is done. You go buy said property, right? And they own either a stake in that or they own a share of the revenue stream for a set period of time. I don't want to confuse people too much, but I want to give them the scope because they hear these terms a lot and I want to simplify it for you guys. Okay. You hear NFTs, cryptocurrency, and blockchain. Here's how it works. Think about NFTs and cryptocurrency as money, right? The NFT proves ownership and allows you to transfer it. Cryptocurrency is how you pay for it. The blockchain is like your checkbook, as Juliana always says. It is the digital ledger that is distributed in millions of places that can't be hacked that shows every transaction that happens. It looks like a, a almost a square, right, with the arrows that show how the process goes. But that's really all this is. It is a new or parallel economy and a way to do things that, one, cut out all the middlemen you don't really need because the transactions are peer to peer. Which is the best part. That's it's the best part. Decentralized. Yeah, it's decentralized, mm-hmm. right? So the, the, the simple bet here is that, Chris, you and I, or Rich, you and I, we can do a better job doing business between ourselves than 50 middlemen slowing us down. Right. And that's the future, guys. This thing is going to accelerate super fast. All right. And wow. this, this, I know this is, uh, but, you know, RC's been on the cutting edge of technology his professional career. So that's where he is again. And um, we don't have a whole lot of time left. So I wanted to talk about the lab. So, Juliana, if you'll tell us about a little bit more about the lab. So the lab was birthed because RC and I were facilitating a shark-like product out of Rollins College. So every Wednesday, we would have two businesses come in for six minutes, pitch their business, and for 15 minutes, we would critique them. What we realized was we needed a place where we could call our own to do shoulder events, 
um, and, and put on programs for each other, knowing that if we were able to do that, that the businesses would all thrive and we'd all be making money, hence with the rent for the place would get paid for. So we signed the lease the week before COVID. So we've been there now for two years. <laughs> the good Lord has helped us and blessed us through the, uh, through the last two years. But the lab really is an incubator for businesses. It's a place to be able to come and you know, find people that you need to know to be able to help grow your business, be able to find the technologies that you need to grow your business. It's a hub to put on programs for the community. So it's just, you know, it's your home away from home, really, for businesses. Yeah, and, and Chris, we've announced two, we've announced two major projects and initiatives through our work as this business and community resource hub. One is with the Jobonomics program. A gentleman named Chuck Vollmer out of Washington, D.C. has created this program to create micro-businesses and jobs in digital technology throughout the country. We're launching Jobonomics Digital Florida. More information is available on the lab website, which we'll get to. And just late last week before we left town, we signed a deal with a gentleman named Jim Gale. He has been at work for 15 years on a project called Food Forest Abundance. This is to stop food deserts in underserved communities all over the world. There is an entire kit that allows you to grow food for the community. And then there's a component to monetize that to improve the community. We just did that deal last week, and there'll be an announcement this coming week uh, on that. But it's this amazing growth that happens when you do the right thing in the right place at the right time. Amen. And Rich, you know, over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of people coming and, you know, especially you folks at SCORE with these cutting edge businesses. I mean, that, that are looking really into the future, the way things are going to be done in the future. And this is, this is what Juliana and RC are talking about here. Yeah. It's amazing here. I'm just shaking my head going, Whoa, I don't even understand what that means. And here you are making an economy of it. Well, and that's buying the K for Sherlock. But when it comes right down to it, it's it's people will still be doing business. They'll just be doing it in a in a different fashion. And right. Right. Different currency. Right. So there will be, you know, the 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 economy itself will function in in, in a rather dramatically different fashion. Um we just have a few minutes left here, though. Once again, R.C. and Juliana, you can find them at AskSherlock.com. That's AskSherlock.com. And did you give a website for the lab? Is there a different website for the lab? Let me put it that way. There, there is, Chris. So people can find it via Ask Sherlock, or they can go to TheLabOrlando.com. The laborlando.com. They'll see the story. They can get a virtual tour. If they want to schedule one, spend some time, come by and see us. Uh, it's also an event space. We've got two media studios there. We've got two stages. Uh, we just love to, we love to help the community however we can. Okay. Excellent. Now, are you guys available for counseling and stuff? Well, if somebody, you know, gets a space there. That, yes, yes, we are rich. So if, if they go to the laborlando.com, they can book that time with us, or they can book the studio. Studios come with an engineer. If they need help with their event planning, we can certainly do that. We've got 2,700 square feet of space with a big main stage presentations, uh, corporate functions, all of that stuff can be done out of the lab. If people need a technology or market research consultation, we're available for that as well. If they go to Ask Sherlock, they can just hit more information. Uh, fill out the form, and, and uh, we'd love to talk with them. Okay, once wow. again. It's an all-service provider. 
kind of. Yeah, absolutely. And that experience from Rollins obviously is priceless for you there, right? Oh, yes. Love that. Yeah, helped hundreds of businesses to, to launch and scale. That, it was a blessing to, uh, to to do that work for three years. Real well, quick. We learned as a community that we can support and uplift each other, and that was the important part. Yeah. Do they still do that? Because didn't we have the folks from Rollins on the show a long time ago talking about that risk? long time ago, yeah. Do they still do that? Do you guys know? So locally, they're still doing it online, but they're struggling because they really need to be doing it in person. So we're trying to get them to do it in person. So we're hoping. Yeah, Rollins has been shut down because of COVID-19 and they're not allowing anyone who isn't a student or faculty on campus. So the organization, they continue to do it virtually, as Juliana mentioned, but it's really that's an in-person experience that we're, we're hoping and praying uh, that they can get moving again. Okay, All right. Well, we're just about out of time. But once again, Ask Sherlock, that's Sherlock without the K at the end, AskSherlock.com is the website for R.C. and Juliana, or you can also go to TheLabOrlando.com, TheLabOrlando.com, and don't forget Friends, FriendsNetwork.com, which is a great new social media platform, ladies and gentlemen. Friends is spelled with a Z, not an S, FriendsNetwork.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Climb Women's Event that's going to be going on at the National Entrepreneur Center. And that's going to be Wednesday, the 23rd. Doors open at 830. You get your tickets at Orlando.score.org. And don't forget the NABO Women Wine and Chocolate event that follows it up that same night. So that's uh, Orlando.score.org. And don't forget to like Rich on Facebook. Uh, He's one of the only (laughs) few left there, but like him while you can. That's Score Orlando. And in the meantime, R.C. Juliana, thanks so much for being on with us. I'm sure we'll have you back in the future. Yeah, it was really blessing to be here. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Until next week, that is going to be it for us. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thanks for tuning in. Get the tickets for Climb at Orlando.score.org before they're gone. It'll still be Zoomed live, though. You can take advantage of it there. In the meantime, that's it for What's the Score. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.